I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Player Profiler and our podcast network is super resource intensive and we rely on premium subscriptions to the website playerprofiler.com to keep the engine running. Go there, sign up for our player rankings, Dynasty Deluxe, DFS package, or go all in. Those that subscribe are everything to us. What's up? Welcome to The Deep End. Mike Shope, Adam Krotwurst, Tuesday night, October 3rd, 2023, heading into week five. No time to waste. Lots of more injury news and developments around the NFL in week four. Of course, we go right from Monday night to Thursday night. There's almost no time to get to get air. But um, as we've been doing in recent weeks, once we get through some early updates, we'll go team by team through the NFL and talk about one or two of the most interesting and maybe uh, difficult to read situations on each NFL team. Thanks for being with us. YouTube, iTunes, Spotify. I mean, Xbox. Fax, pager, uh, any way you're reaching us. Your beeper is beeping right now because (laughs) you're in the deep end. Mike and Adam, thank you. Let's go. The Pony Express, you know, something. (laughs) Carrier pigeon. (laughs) Carrier pigeons out there delivering the deep end to fantasy football enthusiasts. Everywhere. We are powered by the Player Profiler Network. Adam and I have a few, is it like four teams together, maybe? We've drafted a couple on the stream over the course of the summer, a couple of Fantasy Pros teams, uh, one of which had a nice night, <laughs> nice result last yeah. night. We, would, we wouldn't be the only team. I had two or three games that were flipped by the Seattle defense, some good, some bad. But uh, you want to start somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, I want to start, uh, you know, and the big, the big important one, I know you were, you didn't want to do this, but I forced you. I forced you to talk about, you know, your team here that's in the, what are you, in the top 25 of the, of the best ball mania? 20th right place, here? 20th place. Incredible. Incredible. It's good. Out, I've, out of 8 million teams, Mike, something like that? A little bit, a little bit less. Okay. Look at, look at Louie in eighth. Louie, Louie G, friend of the show. Uh, yeah, that's, that's insane. That's an absolutely insane. Now I have to ask, is this team co-owned by, by, by me? Was this one of the ones you did on the show? Are you sure? No, no. <laughs> um, do you want to see it? I do want to see it. Of course I want to see it. Top 20 in the best ball mania. I want to see how live and how fun, how, how fun this team is. Cause this could be, this could be anything. This could be, you know, do, oh, when was it drafted? Did, did you know off the top of your head? Early, late? I don't. Okay. Um, 
Does that work? Do you have it this way? I have it. Yeah, you want me to pull that up? There we go. All right, Herbert, talk us through it. Yeah, Justin Herbert, Purdy, Sam Howell. Were you normally a three QB guy? No, I didn't. I didn't like doing it, and I have no idea why this team turned out this way. There's too many teams. Um, right. Right. What I did, I just marked it by the teams that I drafted. But sure. I don't really like that method either because it doesn't tell me enough. I'd rather have the date because it's hard to find the date. You can't really look that up. Right. So here we yeah. go. So, uh, sorry, uh, Herbert Purdy Howell, Pollard, Montgomery, Achan, 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 sorry, uh, Bigsby, Mostert, Ford, oh, of course, Ford, Ford's got to be on there. Man, that's a deep RB room. That is really that's nice. nice. That's nice. I mean, Montgomery posts 33 on Thursday night. I felt like I was kind of made there for the weekend. For 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 sure. For sure. I mean, you could have multiple injuries and be good. That's 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 nice. Diggs. Or we can have one to Travis Etienne. <laughs> yeah. Or the yeah. Right. Right. Uh, Diggs, Keenan Allen, Jahan Dodson, Cortland Sutton, Juju, Marvin Mims, Hunter Renfro. Man, Hunter Renfro. I've met so many teams. Mark Andrews, elite tight end. Gerald Everett, who might get more work now uh, with some injuries on on that team. So. Um, yeah, no, that's 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 really good. And Mims too has has some room to grow. Um, you know, averaging like eight yards a route, eight yards per route run or something absolutely absurd. So uh yeah, no, that's exciting. It's one of those teams that you look at and go, oh, okay, this is live for sure. Um is it is is that gonna keep you up at at night now? Is that is is that your baby? No, I mean, what can you do, right? Like I gotta keep okay. my head in these other leagues where you have waivers and you have to monitor everything there's nothing you can do there but this week for the first time i after the montgomery game i started to look at those points on on sunday a little bit uh for the first time nice yeah no, yes um next the deep end invitational through four weeks yes and there is a tweet from our account today with the leaderboard mike leone is the new leader Mayfield and Godwin. I don't know how often Mayfield was drafted, but uh, that has worked out for Mike who started. I'll show you that board. Once you get a look at the names there, there's Louie again. Have a, having a year. I'm going to keep team eight in mind too. Kate Magsy up here for a second. When I go and get the draft board from that league. Yeah. Go, go bills in the top five. I mean, so again, Western New York. And I know we didn't, we haven't made the cut yet, but I'm 11th overall. In that tournament, and I think you are what fourteenth, fourteenth with one nature. quarterback. Yeah, with Aiden O'Connell, not to slight Aiden O'Connell, Aiden O'Connell. Uh, who counted for me this week. Oh my uh, god! Incredible. If you're watching, you see Mike Leone team three. This was night four. We did four twelve team expert drafts in the Rotoviz format at FFPC. Mike started Josh Allen at three. I think did Mike say he would have picked him at one? I'm not sure if he said that. But we talked to him that night. Yeah. Wait, Jared Smola is in second. We talked to Jared during his draft as well. So good luck uh, to those who come on the the stream. Uh, Allen and Tua. And, you know, you see a typical sort of live best ball team where not everybody is perfect. You know, it's not usually like that. But um, like Javante Williams has not mattered yet for Mike. But there's Mostert and Ford in the later rounds who have mattered a lot. Uh, yes, that's usually, it's about health and later round picks. I mean, that's generally what, uh, all of fantasy now it's kind of b- become, 
and especially best ball where you can't do anything to it. So yeah, Mostert and Ford smashing for him early. Mostert might start to dwindle a little bit. We'll talk about him when we get to Miami. Uh, Ford has, you know, RB2 usage. So again, just got to say, but, but I think Hall is on the way up though, I think, which is, which, which is good. So yeah, teams looking good. Godwin might get, I mean, he's on a bye, but he might get some time by himself in that receiver core. So yeah, no, got to, got to stay healthy. Got to get a little luck and team. But again, he knows, he knows about, about structure. He probably, he might need a little bit of help at tight end though, down the stretch, but we'll see. We'll get to Kincaid when we talk team by team. I want to bring him up. Uh, yeah. Four teams on by in week five, Cleveland, Tampa Bay, Seattle, and the Chargers. Team six on this board, if you're still watching, Kate's team in the top 10, almost entirely auto-picked. Um, here's another lesson in best ball drafting. Like, you know, <laughs> this is a, if it's going to be auto-picked, it's going to be value, at least on some level. She's eighth overall, Adam, with one quarterback, and that's Bryce Young. Eighth overall with one quarterback, no Austin Eckler, no Nick Chubb. Who else is she? You scrolled down. I don't know which 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 team is hers. I can't six. Uh, one, two, three, four. Three. Okay. I mean, yeah, no one's been good. Like I don't understand how. I mean, Mixon's been eh. Etienne's been eh. It's just it's crazy. Best ball is just crazy. Like you just throw. I mean, Jefferson's obviously been been awesome. Really had the one good week. Thielen's been been been, been good. And she she drafted Thielen, so good kudos. Uh, right. And, and she, there, there's HN again. And then round 20, Zach Ertz. Ertz. Have you been yeah. moving to Zach Ertz? Like, I never drafted him, and I still can't. I still can't. I mean, are you yeah. picking him up in places? I, I mean, no. I mean, no. He's he's just – tight end premium would be the only spot that I would look for tight ends a little like that, and I just don't really have room, and he's going to – to fizzle out, I think. I mean, he's too old to be to be keeping up that type of production. Um, I want them to get the young guy going there too. I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what they're waiting for. Um, I don't know, McBride. You McBride, mean McBride? Yeah, I'd like to see him get some get some run, learning from the veteran. I guess uh, in Dynasty, I would probably not want to cut him, but man, like that's not a good look that you're into year two and really can't get any sort of any sort right. of action, right? Uh, you and I had a fun one last night in the FFPC Fantasy Pros Championship. Um, I'm sure others watching or listening can, um, some, some will be able to relate and maybe had the same ride. Yeah, where we were down 10 points going into the night game with the Seattle defense against Metcalf and won. <laughs> uh, with Metcalf scoring a touchdown, not even Lockett, but unbelievable. Metcalf what- got in the end zone and Seattle scored 31 points. This is why I hope this gentleman or woman had other leagues and teams that they cared about because this is why I can't lock into a game because it's just mind numbing. I, I couldn't even imagine. I could. And by the way, this is why you bet. This is why you can use props to hedge your life, to hedge your heart, to hedge your like. It's just crazy to. I mean, going in there and thinking that you can lose that game up time with Metcalf against the Seattle defense. What did the Seattle defense score? 31. 31. Seattle's defense might not score 31 the next eight weeks combined. And I'm not exaggerating. Like, the like defense in the FFPC average like five points a week. Five, six, seven, but seven points a week. That's crazy, Tom. Well, look That's across the aisle. Our kicker and defense had yes. 50.8. Theirs had 30.3. You'd take that every week. True. And they, but they gave up 20 True. in that department. What feels really good about this win is so Adam and I had 
like we stream the defenses and I ended up on a few Seattle defenses. I do some of that. And Adam does some of that on, uh, on this team. This is a fantasy pros team that we drafted together. I probably on the stream, it was Richards. We have Richardson and Tua and I was Tua until like 10 minutes before kickoff and then wanted to switch to Richardson. Um, why? I told you I'm forgetting now because of Pittman. I don't yeah, remember. But Pittman. Yeah. 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 Who bombed. I mean, he had one catch. Yeah, but we made the right call, the right call, Richardson over Tua, and also Achan over Brees Hall, which was um, a little uncomfortable. But I mean, we, we would not have won without without both of those uh, choices. Yeah, no, it's it's listen, Richard. I will never say no to Anthony Richardson. I'll never say no to drafting him. I'll never say no to starting him. Uh, and we'll get into Richardson too when we talk about the Colts. But he is league winner, baby, league winner. So that team is three and one and looking good. Uh, the Go Bills guys are in that league. I think the Goat District is in there. That's what we did. We all did together uh, earlier in the summer. Um, one more I want to share from FFPC. This is kind of cool. Uh, I just you get a notification when somebody posts a message on one of your league sites, and that happened today. Um, I'll I'm show glad you, that you showed. Message. I'm glad. I'm glad you showed me that because I never would have seen. It. I didn't even know people even used that thing. I love it. <laughs> it's rare when you see it, unless people are just right. sort of begging for trades. <laughs> like, oh, Chris Godwin is on the block. Really? Hmm, right. You take. You take a first. This is the same league. This is the same. No, this is. So we were in Las Vegas, and you all were drafting big important stuff. I had signed up for a best ball with John Daigle, but it didn't yeah. fill. So okay. I was feeling left out and just went on and drafted one more FPC team uh, that Friday morning. This is the morning after Detroit, Kansas City. I drafted oh. Amon Ross St. Brown at 103 okay. in this. So this is just to, to flatter ourselves here. We get a, the message board. You beat me by half a point, eight question marks. <laughs> uh, are you Mike or Adam? I follow your show. Thought you had... Thought had you beaten last week until the Seattle defense, how do you usually decide your defense streamer? So I wanted to share this because it was friendly and it's an actual, it's a good chat question for a show like ours, I think. And yeah. love that somebody in a league like this, we don't know is watching and listening. This is my response. You see, thanks for watching. Uh, I was super lucky. I don't put a lot of thought in de defenses. I think of Scott Connor, I use his line all the time. He was on our show talking about his process when it came to projections. He said, I let other people do that work. Yes. So with defense, it's so random. Um, anyway, good luck to this guy, but we'll take that's, it. No, yeah, no, that's funny. I thought that I thought that message was from the game that we that you had just showed. Uh, but then I, I guess I didn't put the score the score together. Um, but the question on that in the defenses is interesting. I prefer to the thing that I'll look at because I do stream is the defensive line versus the offensive line. That has a big effect on point scoring for defense because in a lot of these high stakes leagues like the way that you score points for defenses is with turnovers and defensive touchdowns or special teams to touchdowns i mean in ffpc if you get three sacks and in a and two interceptions that's what two four seven points it's nothing like it, right. it's 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 nothing you got to score touchdowns you got to get turn you you got to get special teams touch all that stuff so What's big with scoring touchdowns is pressuring the, the quarterback. See Daniel Jones from, a, from last night. So the O-line versus the D-line is a very big thing. Um, and there are some, um, some sites that do. I know I, I use um, ETR, Establish the Run. They have a Brandon Thorne is a very good one for them. Um, 
And so I, I use that a lot when I'm streaming. Like sometimes I've got like I've got Cleveland, I keep them in there. If I have the Bills, I'll keep them in there. But if I'm streaming, I'm I'm looking, I'm comparing O-line versus D-line. And that changes every week. Guys, like you, you might get injured. You might have an O-line that the Seattle's O-line is decimated right now. They're both tackles out, their backup tackles are out. Like you want a team a defense that's gonna go up against. And that Seattle O-line wasn't good last night. Like, you know, that um Gino was running a little bit for, for, for his life there. So that's how I stream my uh defense. I would only add that, sure, I'll hang on to a good one as long as they have good matchups coming up. When the Bills get to past the midpoint of the season and it's Philadelphia and, well, I don't know about Cincinnati anymore, Philadelphia, Kansas City, Dallas, Chargers, I, no matter how well they've done for me, I'm not going to want the Bills defense in those weeks because sure, I, there's got to be better matchup options. So I, I do think people get a little bit too attached to the highest ranking defenses like Dallas, any of them. I uh, think of New England about four years ago was scoring all the time on defense and you just couldn't let go of their defense, but it leveled off. So um, just make sure if you're going to keep a team, keep a defense despite there being better matchups, do it because next week they're the best matchup again or a couple weeks after that, you know, not just because. Yeah. Okay, let's, uh, in just a moment, we'll go team by team around the NFL, share what we think is the most interesting thing happening with each team. Some will have two or three, some will have maybe none. That happened last week. Mike Shope and Adam Krautwurst in the deep end. First, a word from our sponsor. Hey, we're all starting new fantasy leagues all the time. And more often than not, where do we start our fantasy leagues at Player Profiler? On Sleeper. Because it's the best. You can imagine my excitement when I saw Sleeper rolled out. Sleeper picks, baby. And game stacking is the path to positive returns with these pick'em games. Find that sneaky shootout and set most of the players to go over their projection for that week. Or you find a game going to get dragged into the mud and take every member of the passing game for less than their projections that week. And if you pick up to eight, that's how you 100x your payout on Sleeper. It's called the Hail Mary. So if you use promo code UNDERWORLD, you get a $100 instant deposit match. Check out Sleeper's terms and conditions for details. These Sleeper picks are live in over 25 states. Yeah, buddy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Okay. Well, those of you watching, hope you're enjoying the helmets. We have always next week's matchups here. We've got Green Bay. And Vegas on Monday night, Dallas and San Francisco on Sunday night. Four of 32 NFL teams. We are about to go through all of them. Are you ready? Absolutely. One and only one way to do it. 
AFC East, North, South, West, and then NFC alphabetical within the division. Rightly, first team up, Buffalo. Uh, yes, Allen's back. Offense is humming. Um, heard you talking a bunch about King Kincaid today. He's the question mark. If you are in a non-tight end premium league, you can probably dr- drop him for now. In my in my opinion, um, if you're in a tight end premium, you're not you're, you're not dropping him because he's a Dawson Knox injury away from you know eight or nine targets a game. So um, I uh, that's that's what I'm doing with him. James Cook, you got to be happy about what he's been doing so, so far. What, if anything, is likely to change with the Bills? I think Kincaid is the only player that will change or has any chance of it. You're saying, you know, he's maybe not going to change enough without an injury to make it worthwhile, and that could be right. But the rest of it is so well-established, and that's because it's been years. Allen, Diggs, Davis. You know, Davis is light, but you know what you're getting. Knox, you know what you're getting. Cook, you know what you're getting. You're not getting goal line. You're not. You know, you're not getting two minute maybe, but you're getting volume and efficiency uh, to a point. So Kincaid, they should ramp him up and give him more downfield throws, but just on what kind of scale? I mean, if they're going to win every week by 30 points, they're not going to be in a hurry to do that. So I still like the idea of him, even for this year. And, you know, because, Adam, like nobody is scoring a tight end. I, who right. Had it? Who had it? Uh, Rebar, somebody had it. I heard it on Underdog, I think. That Janu Smith's 95 yards is a season high for any tight end. Crazy. Come what on. A, I know. I know. Janu Smith. I know. I know. I was I was three years early on Janu Smith, apparently. <laughs> we were three years early, at, if that, on Kyle Pitts. Yeah, that's right. All right. Miami, A-Chan is a must start now. Absolutely. I mean, A-Chan was the guy. I mean, Mostert had a little bit of him. I see you got him on some teams. I got him on some teams. But I think the lot, like the, Long view is HN, the rookie, the explosive guy, you know, the 30, most are being a 31 year old uh, journeyman. You know, uh, I was always leaning, leaning HN, but, but listen, when most are healthy and active, you're starting him too. So I think I, li- I like most, I like HN. I'd like to see what happens with Wilson. Wilson's back this week. So we'll see if he's active or not that, you know, they've got um, Ahmed. Uh, so, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see what they end up doing there, but yeah, you're starting a chain. You're you're starting all the all all of those guys. Jalen Waddle threw three games. He missed a game, but yeah, four catches for seventy yards. I mean, yeah, that's Cortland Sutton, right? I don't know. No, I, I think um, they'll get going. Hopefully, there are games where they they pivot to Waddle because they have to. I don't know what those games look like if they're going to run the ball like this. New England. I mean, that's a disaster. We thought it would be in a lot of ways, passing game-wise, but not Ramondre Stevenson, who was often a, even a second-round pick, always by the third round. Stevenson, I mean, that hasn't been good at all. Passing game usage, Elliott, the efficiency of the offense. I think he's an interesting guy to talk about in terms of dynasty and whether he's movable. A team that's losing might think they can get him. And he's still a good player and young, and that should – I mean, that's pretty – volatile that kind of stuff maybe it can be anyway but they could be like a four or five win team and do you want a part-time running back on a team like that <sighs> that's looking like a bad pick yeah it's gross a lot of the running backs were have been bad picks in the first four four rounds um Juju Smith Schuster only running for, only on, out there on 47 percent of the plays like you can cut him um yeah the passing game's a disaster Hunter Henry's the only guy that I really want um Yep. In, in in this offense at all. 
Jets, I mean, not a bad night for Zach Wilson. Brees Hall is absolutely trending up. That's what's that's the Jets. That's the Jets. And yeah, I mean, Brees Hall's got a good matchup this week against the Broncos. I love that, I think. Um, they're they're I think they were DVOA has them as like the worst. I think I read this right, they're the worst defense like ever tracked. My <laughs> DVOA Denver. So you definitely want to start Brees wow. Hall there. He he looks good. It's all about Zach Wilson. If Zach Wilson can play like that, and he wasn't sensational by any means, but he was serviceable. If he can just play like that, get some confidence, get going, then, then we can start all the pieces. Man, he just missed Garrett Wilson on like a 30-yard touchdown. That would have been so sweet. And that's disappointing because that's a throw he can make. Like, arm talent's never been a question mark for, for, for him. Like, it's always been like, is his brain there? Does he love the game? Is he studying film? But, man, he's got Garrett Wilson on that little fly route there. He's got to hit him on that. Uh, but it does give you some confidence down the stretch here for Garrett for, for Garrett Wilson. Who's favored, Jets or Broncos? You know, uh, I would. Where, where where's the game? Denver. It's probably Denver. Denver is favored by one and a half. Wow! At home against the Jets, Pathetic. both teams one and three. <laughs> that Jet win. <laughs> uh, Baltimore three and one and looking pretty good. If they win Sunday in Pittsburgh, they'll have won all their division road games already. Cincinnati, Cleveland, Pittsburgh. What a hammer in a division race that can be. But Andrews got there with his touchdowns. Not a lot else. I mean, Jackson is running and he's been great again. But receiver wise, running backs even. Is there a guy you like? Like, is there a guy you trust right now on the Ravens after Andrews? No. There isn't. I mean, and you know me. I'm a big Rashad Bateman guy. Like, the, you know, R.I.P. Mark what Bateman. happened to Rashad Bateman? No. What happened to any of Nothing guys? has ever happened. I mean, Not just that's what? right. he's hurt again? Yeah, he's hurt again. Don't you have to be playing football to get hurt? When does the football <laughs> playing part happen where you actually get hurt? That's why, that's why people get hurt in football is from the playing of the football. That's right. Like poor Bateman, like, I feel like he's almost never existed. I know. I'm, you can hear in my voice. I have drafted a lot of Rashad Bateman, you know, for years now. I can I think of him for two plays. Week one last year, touchdown against the Jets deep. Week two Miami. last year against Miami, a slant where he took it. And then he played the Bills in week three or week four and hurt his foot. And that's been it. Yeah. It's been it's been awful. It's been, been a mess. Andrews 26% target share, 80 receiving yards, two touchdowns. It's nice to see him get get going. Uh, Lamar again is doing doing great because he's running he's running a lot. Perfect. The unofficial favorite podcast of Mark Andrews drafters, the deep end. Yes. I mean, let's let's go. There were some fist pumps last week thinking about our drafts. I mean, pros versus Joes and other times, you know, different ones. Um, first round when it was not uh, popular. Yep. So let's keep uh, that trending up. Cincinnati. Ugh. Jamar Chase at two overall. Did we miss something? I mean, was it was there a even after the Burrow injury, should we have been able to calculate that Chase was Chase risky? I mean, I, I never had a conversation or heard one where anybody was talking like that before the season. But now you go, yeah, if the quarterback can't move, they're not going to throw the ball down the field. So the best you're going to get from Chase is short routes, and it doesn't add up to much. Yeah, I mean, you know, Burrow. If if the problem with the offense is Burrow's leg, then then yeah, we probably should have moved Chase down. I think we assumed that he would be okay. I mean, you know, it was, but I think they'll end up get, being better than than they are now. But I mean, I mean, look at compared to who was going going around him. I mean, people were, people were taking. I wasn't. People were taking Chase over Jefferson. You know, I was taking Chase over McCaffrey. 
Like, cause yo, Me too. running backs get hurt more than more than receiver. And here we are, you know, so I was taking um, cup over McCaffrey. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I was, I don't have barely any McCaffrey. I don't have barely any Eckler. So that feels great. Doesn't it? That feels yeah. great. Not having McCaffrey. Like we're, right. we're new to the, we're new to the, uh, to the, to the country. Who is this Christian McCaffrey? Who is this upstart? We didn't ever hear of before <laughs> doing well in fantasy football. Never heard of him. Oh, maybe we should have known. But now there's also two, and we haven't run out the nine years. There's also two to the point that like the guy gets every single touch. Like week eight, if he gets hurt, we're gonna be like, oh, we didn't see this coming with 35 touches a game. So that was one of the we didn't think McCaffrey would get hurt week two. It's about him wearing down over the course of the season. But anyways, um, so yeah, I would be nervous about the Bengals. You know, they're one in three. You know, they're not gonna throw in the towel, but I don't know, man. They had a tough division there. We'll see. It's not like these touches McCaffrey's getting are plays where he's getting twisted up in the backfield. I mean, right. he is in space, diagonally yeah. toward the sideline. It's just so clean. So easy. Cleveland Browns, Jerome Ford. I mean, a lot of times the starter gets hurt and you just throw the backup in, cross your fingers. Madison and other times the Dalvin Cook years in Minnesota. But um, even though it's not big, I like having Jerome Ford through these two weeks. They're throwing the ball to him. They've been splitting carries, but not successfully. I feel like Ford's been good enough to get at least as much of a share going forward. Um, who knows if the Browns are actually good? Like Watson has been bad, then he misses a game. That almost doesn't count. But Ford is, you know, he, he's valuable, I think, this year if you have him. Oh, yeah, he's definitely valuable. I mean, especially with all the injuries that have been going on. You know, he's like an, he's an RB2 right now, not getting all the carries that you wanted, but he's certainly getting like that kind of elite pass catch role there. Um, that the Browns Browns are interesting. I mean, it was one of those things where they actually gave um the coaching staff, you know, kind of left it up to the to uh the quarterback there to figure out whether he wanted to play or not. And he's like, ah, I'm just I'm just not not feeling right. So good for him for waiting for him to be 100 percent to to come back. But um, they're they're an interesting team. They want to be a run heavy team, Nick Chubb, but they um sometimes they really can't do it with the with the team that they have. So so we'll see. I like the pass catching role for him. And, um, uh, you know, 50% of the rushing attempts is fine as long as he's getting 20% of the, the, the backfield catches. You know what I mean? Pittsburgh, George Pickens is a dynasty sell for me. Would have been easier after the Browns game, but just too erratic. And who knows what you're going to get from the Steelers offense the rest of the year. I think in most leagues, there's at least one player that really likes George Pickens. And maybe you get a game in week five and you can move him, but... It's it's too unstable for me. Uh, best ball is different. Playoff weeks and these fantasy pros and the main event stuff, maybe that's different. But um, I'm not enjoying life as a George Pickens investor. Yeah, you got to hope he has uh, like one more big game before Deontay Johnson comes back because maybe you can trade him. Remember, remember Deontay Johnson? Remember yeah. that guy? He's another guy that I drafted a ton of. Like we forget that they, we're all talking about Cooper Cup and all these guys coming back. Like Deontay Johnson eventually will uh, – We'll be back, too, and hopefully he'll be back to normal. Week six, they're on by. Week five, it's the Ravens. And remember, the deep end has told you for a long time, every Ravens-Steelers game ends 16 to 15. <laughs> so you can't expect too much in that one. You can look it up. Yep. All right. AFC South, which is a little bit fun, which is different. The AFC South, AFC North was miserable to talk about. Even the yep. Ravens were kind of yep. miserable for fantasy to talk about. Houston is not miserable, and that is new information. Yes. I mean, throwing the ball, uh, you know, Stroud looks great. Um, 
Nico tanked out. I mean, it's so fun. It's nice to see that out there for sure. So um, good for them. Good for that team. Good for the new, good for the new coach. And Hey, listen, Nico looks awesome. Tanked out startable. Um, and of course you, you're uh, you have an affinity for Pierce there. Talk to us about, about Pierce. Not really happening. The offensive line injuries, I think are a problem yeah. for their running game, but they have not been a problem for Stroud. I mean, he's not taking a sack against the Steelers. Who doesn't take a sack against the Steelers? I know. And, you know, the, no interceptions in four games to start his career. He's throwing a lot downfield. Very exciting. He's cool to watch, uh, Stroud. But, you know, we'll see. This week they play Atlanta. And I think I speak for everyone when oh. I say I hope just Houston just destroys Atlanta. Like, just yes. keep, keep it up, Houston. Throw it all over them and see what Atlanta gets for its 40, 18 for 40. For 170 yards from the from the Falcons, just yeah, we're we're all sort of unified, I think, in our dislike for the Falcons and fantasy. Uh, Indianapolis, another fun one. Anthony Richardson gets there in Week Four. I mean, the huge comeback there in the rushing. Jonathan Taylor, what do you think? Like, if he's active Sunday, is he a must start? Yes. I mean, here's the thing: unless you hear like Jay Glazer, he's only going to play 10 percent of the play. Unless you hear something, you will. you will, unless, unless you hear something like like that, um, then 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 you're starting him. I mean, yeah, I mean Richardson. Richardson gets there. Here's the thing, too. I, I feel like the fantasy football season hasn't really started yet until we get Jonathan Taylor and Cooper Cup on fantasy teams, like live and because a lot of, a lot of people are waiting for these guys to, to to come back to really see how their teams measure up. If you were able to hold on, you're two and two. You're middle of the pack. You get Taylor, you get cut back. Um, so this is going to be an exciting week. I'd like to see them both play and both play significant roles. So, um, and, and do we even know, was Jonathan Taylor even even hurt? Like, I don't think he, it's not like a Cooper Cup thing where like, oh, he was hurt and he re-aggravated his hamstring. Like, we didn't even know if Jonathan Taylor was even hurt. So in my opinion, he was not significantly injured. It was a spiteful move by the owner. Yeah. Agreed. And now it's we'll we'll hear from Taylor what he has to say about his situation. I mean, yeah. the coach is talking about how excited he is to play. You know, that, if, if that's that. true, yeah, if that's true. Then I guess I maybe we don't have to worry about it anymore in terms of fantasy. They are a one point favorite at home against Tennessee this week. The Colts um, and tomorrow will be a big day. Wednesday on Taylor and on Cup. I mean, I've got you and I have a Mastiff team we share with Go Bills that has both guys. Oof. I've got a main event with Louie that's three and one that has both guys. Yep. Um, could be could be a good run out for us in terms of that uh, that gamble. I like it. Jacksonville in London again this week against Buffalo. Adam Travis Etienne, it is tough to watch. Like it's been really a divided fantasy community about Etienne. People love his talents. People are like, no, he can't really catch the ball. What will happen with volume? You know, just all kinds of opinions about him. Watch this game in London. Everything is so hard. You know, like there's nothing. We talk about McCaffrey. Yeah. That's the extreme other example where everything is just sort of like paved with gold. ETN, I was laughing to myself looking at the app after I'd left for work where every every play is three yards or four yards. I mean, just, oh, such yeah. a grind. So um, is he a must start? Like, you know, it depends on who you have, but which, which way which way are you leaning in terms of ETN and his value this year? I mean, I don't think he's a must start in a sense that, I mean, he's probably a must start for your team because you built it where, unless you took like a bunch of running backs early, but listen, if you got lucky and you got a Kyron Williams and a Ford 
on the team. And maybe you got a Jonathan Taylor and he's back. Like, I don't think ETN's a must start depending on the team that he plays. It's a good point, man. It's like some, some teams, some players, everything looks so difficult. The Kyle Pitts is, you know, all that type of stuff. Like the guy's got the talent, but it just isn't there. And then you watch a guy like, like James Cook. It looks so easy. He's just gliding through holes and it looks smooth. And it's just like, okay, it's, this is working. Whatever they're doing is working. And so, um, no, I do not think he's a must-start going, going, going forward. The thing about Jacksonville that's make, that makes it curious is I think it should look easier. Correct. You have, you have a home run hitter in the player. You have Doug Peterson. You have Trevor Lawrence. You have kind of an easy schedule. You yeah. have Ridley and Kirk. I mean, it, shouldn't that be an offense? Coaching, think of the coaching. Like, shouldn't that be an offense where ETN has easy yardage? Like, So where is it? Yeah. It's just... I know. Frustrating, Jacksonville. Yep. Frustrating. Get better out there. Be better. Uh, Tennessee. Have a thought on Hopkins at this point? I mean, really, Henry's Henry, or at least he was last week, week before he had 20 yards. And didn't expect much from the passing game overall. Burks sits. Oconquo has been a disappointment. I feel like I've heard differing opinions on Hopkins, what he looks like, and what he might be capable of in that offense. If Indy roles offensively in the game against the Titans, then maybe there's a high ceiling game out there for Hopkins. I don't know. The offense doesn't look great. They they don't they don't they don't want to pass the ball. Hopkins is aging like I don't know. I just I don't I don't feel bad for Hopkins. I mean hey go get your money dude but all these good teams with good passing games wanted him and he decided to go there. So it's like listen that's your bad you made it now you now you gotta sleep in it. So I mean he's a wide receiver three going forward hopefully you drafted him as a wide receiver three and so it's not killing you too much but i don't know whenever i look at hopkins i mean i don't really have a lot of hopkins but if i was looking at my, set my lineup i don't get excited putting him in, in an end of the lineup denver um easy to pick on denver and sean payton the marvin mims thing i'm with everybody i mean he is a rookie but it is frustrating for him to make all these big plays and hardly ever be on the field but i will say a little bit of eye test and it's I grudgingly do this. I think McLaughlin is kind of good. I mean, he has had some nice runs so far. I mean, he's there because Peyton likes him. Now Javante Williams is hurt. Williams, I mean, suspect already injury-wise. Not everybody liked his profile. Most people did, but I don't know where he's at. And Pirine is kind of Samaje Pirine. So right. McLaughlin, I don't think, is a high-touch guy, but uh, <laughs> what the heck flex, as they say? Yeah, no, he's a high touch guy. He's not a high touch guy, but you know, I mean, he's uh, he's done it with Alvin Kamara before, right? Like, just can we get this guy in space? Seven or eight catches, stuff, stuff like that. So he he has he runs like you said. He he glides when 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 he runs. He reminds me like a lot of like Jamal Charles the way that he runs. He's very small and light, and the way the way that he moves. It's gonna be interesting to see because if we we're not even sure that um, he's gonna be out this 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 week, uh, so. Yeah, right. So we don't even know, like some people are talking about putting a ton of their waiver wire money on McLaughlin, but we don't even, he still might be the third running back going into this Sunday. So I want to pay attention to the kind of the practice reports there and get a feel for that. Um, Marvin Mims saw a season high 39% route participation in week four. So um, you're, you're stashing him right now. You're not starting him, obviously, if you can help it. Um, But, you know, he, he, he leads the Broncos and targets per route run at 28%. And yards per route run at 6.21 yards per route run. So uh, he's a big play waiting to happen. Too many receivers to feel good about any of them with Denver. I mean, just 
Judy Sutton. They're all just okay at best. McLaughlin will not feel good tomorrow night to make a big bid on, but we're four weeks in and you might still have 850 bucks. Right. Like you, you might just sort of have to do it. I mean, he's not going to be, again, big touches, take over the backfield, anything like that. But you're getting, what'd you get from him on Sunday? I mean, what right. was it? A touchdown and 18 points. catches? 18, 18 points. Yeah. How much did that cost? Are you dropping real quick? You probably already have because you're way quicker to do this than me. Are you dropping Leonard for Fournette? No. Um, I maybe should have, but I don't remember being on teams where I felt like I had to. Uh, it can fall that way, right? Like you and I have a main event team with guilds where we have Fournette but there's no one else to get that's really going to help us more, it seems. Yeah. And so you're coming from behind. You might be feel like you're better off just in case he signs somewhere. I haven't heard any. I haven't heard a word about him. That's what I'm saying. I haven't heard. Like, I, that's a guy I might be looking to drop on for like a McLaughlin if you don't have anybody else to drop. Okay, fine. Yeah, 100%. I feel like wide receiver seven on a good team is an easy, whoever it is. Like, a, would you drop Jalen Hyatt? Oh, yeah. For McLaughlin. Somebody yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. For Somebody sure. like that. Uh, Chiefs, who's the most interesting Chiefs player? Maybe it's Rice as we continue to wait to see if anybody sort of becomes a dominant figure in the passing game that isn't Travis Kelsey. But um, the odds aren't great, I think. I don't know. It's going to be somebody different every week. Yeah, I don't think they want anybody to step up. They don't, they don't, their offense isn't like that. So we talked about it last week. You're just starting. Uh, if you have to start one, you just pray that that's the one that catches a touchdown. But it's just Kelsey and Pacheco, and that's real. It's really it. Vegas is kind of boring here too, right? Jacobs, Adams, Myers. Yeah, yeah. Myers. I I like Myers. Myers didn't have a great week last week, but you know they had a backup quarterback in there. I do like Myers going forward. He's looked really, really good. L.A. Chargers on bye this week. Quentin Johnston, Adam. How much longer? So this game, he plays a little bit more. Had a drop. Ends up being one catch against the Chargers, or against yeah. the Raiders, rather. They did have the lead, so it could have been better. But Palmer is above them. De- who's Davis? D. Davis? Is somebody on the Chargers? Like, I don't know. They have to wh- – what would they want to do? The Chargers will want to get Johnston to a place where they're not being buried for the draft pick, for the selection in right. the first place. And they should still be a wild card player here, L.A., two and two, even with everybody mocking them for – their chargery uh, losses, but comes down to whether you think the guy's got it in him. I think, um, I think there are worse gambles than Johnston, but not great so far. Yeah. Saw a season high, 71% root participation. Um, they're not using him the way that they need to. He's a, he's a, he's a big guy, but he's a run after catch guy. Like he's not a deep, he's a, not a deep downfield catch. That's not what he was in college. So they go into the buy. Hopefully when they co- go in and come out of the buy, that he will be a thing. Um, Josh Palmer uh, had a top 36 finish uh, this this last week. So Palmer, I'd be okay starting as a wide receiver three or a flex. This team wants to throw the ball. Hopefully we get Eckler back uh, and this offense can start humming again. Dallas, as we move to the NFC here on the deep end, Mike Shope and Adam Krautwurst, the guy I want to talk about is Jake Ferguson. Yes. You had a tip on Ferguson before the season. <laughs> we, we, we played it as much as we could at that point. And look, Top five tight end rest of the way. Too many guys aren't doing anything. Fryermuth is hurt now. I mean, guys like Njoku or Ingram, they're just too cap- too easily capable of, of duds. 
And I think Prescott, I mean, he's gone to his tight ends before. I think Ferguson is very well set up. Should be a should be a lot of goal line, red zone targets. That's how we started. I want to start him wherever I have him. 27% targets per route run for him. He just needs to play more. Um, you know, so yeah, I mean, he's a he's a tight end one. We got that hot tip at the FF Expo uh, about how the offense was going to, they're going to really, really use him. And it's um, been true. It's been, it's been true. It's been true. Go get, go get Jake, Jake Ferguson for sure. Oh, uh, if he's on waivers in your league, I would even be willing to like, you know, maybe even put a little trade for him early before he smashes because man, a lot of the tight ends, there's just been no good, no, no good tight ends. You could probably sneak this guy out from under somebody. So um, yeah, try try to get him or pick him up off uh, off of waivers because he's going to be a thing if he can just start getting more playing time. If he gets up to like eighty percent of the playing time, he's going to be a top seven to tight end. So the only close game Dallas has played is the game they lost in uh, Arizona, where they ran the ball like crazy, which was very strange. Other games they've been blowout wins. Miserable night for the New York Giants, as bad as you can look in a, in a prime time game in a game. Uh, I, I like that Wandale Robinson was more involved. I'd like to see him down the field a little bit. There might be potential in garbage time games where Robinson catches double-digit passes just sort of running across the middle of the field uh, short. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, everybody liked him in the range in which he was drafted for fantasy. He runs, you know, they're sort of sneaky. I think that was like unanimous. Sneaky fantasy value and upside in Daniel Jones. What now? Is that still true? Um, yes. Yeah. I, I think it is. I think getting, getting Saquon back will help. I don't think Daniel Jones is as bad as he has been, been playing. He's got probably the worst receiving core in football. I mean, Darren, Darren Waller is a tight end, but like they're, you know, it's, it was just a bad game. The problem is too, they've been on prime time three out of their four games. They're going to be four of their first six games are going to be on prime time. Like they're just being exposed to, to, to the world. He's got the rushing upside. You drafted him. Hopefully, it's like a part of a committee. Hopefully, you didn't just draft him and forget it. And hopefully, you drafted, you know, Anthony Richardson with him. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, you don't have to start him, hopefully. Um, but I think he'll be okay. Once we get Saquon back and this offense gets a little bit better, I think he'll be fine. Brian Dable is the coach of the year, but I do not approve of his temper on the sideline here when it's going bad. He's throwing the tablet. He's He's basically embarrassing his quarterback who's already been embarrassed enough like right he might be you might agree with Dable on some of these these moments but that does not help a team get better right uh Philadelphia is next uh, maybe the worst looking 4-0 team ever for all the success they had last year hmm uh DeMont, DeAndre Swift I guess it's his world yeah I mean listen it's it's been good 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 news for all those people uh, you know, who drafted it, at least that, that, that makes sense, right? He's probably the most talented running back on, on the team, gets his opportunity, smashes, and he stays out there. Good for him. Good for the Eagles. It all makes sense. Now, if they could, if he could avoid this tush push every stinking week, he'd, he'd probably have three or four more, more touchdowns, but, um, he's, he's a smash moving forward. That's not going to happen by the way. And also I saw I a report that the Giants center was injured on one of those last night. He was injured on the first play. If you saw him get up after the first play, he had a tough time. He stayed in. So I think the right report there should be that he was injured on the first play. Uh, the giant center Schmidt, maybe? Not sure. I'm not sure that's right. Washington, backfield is the backfield. Jahan Dotson, is that going to happen? 
I don't know. I mean, even Dotson's like, hey, listen, I don't know if it's going to happen. We got a lot of mouths to feed, but they don't. He scored right. <laughs> they don't have a lot of mouths to feed. They think they do. They're feeding a lot of mouths, actual mouths, but they really don't. They have McLaurin and they have Dotson. Is there anybody else that's actually good? Well, Samuel's good. You love you love Samuel. Sam's I like Samuel, Samuel scored. but he is what he is, right? Like right. he's he's one of those mouths. Yeah, yeah. No, I think Dotson should be getting more. He scored fine. The problem is with players like Dotson. The problem is like. Yeah, he scored. You'd start, you could start him fine, but you probably didn't start him. So he's going to score four touchdowns this year, and you didn't start him for one of his touchdowns. So it's that's what becomes right. hard with these like flex guys. It's you're not cutting dots and you can't you, you can't cut him. But but again, we got bye weeks coming up this week. I'm starting to look at rosters like, oh my god, like I would love to start John Dotson and some of these teams <laughs> with injuries and bye weeks and all that. Good luck. Right. We got a minute left per team, so they'll pay us. So keep an eye on the clock here, Chicago. Khalil Herbert, Roshan Johnson. How does that play out? Well, right now it's Khalil Herbert. Uh, when the offense is, it's interesting. When the offense is at is at its best, uh, Khalil Herbert is at is, is at his best. So hopefully they get him involved more in the passing game. Um, he's kind of uh, he kind of showed that he should be the number one back there. And Roshan's kind of been reserved for a little for just like a hand handcuff role. Jameson Williams, maybe more of a dynasty thing. You're trying to make a bet on how that goes from here. I mean, you're almost definitely not starting him this week on spec um hopefully you get to a point where you're going to want to but there'll have to be a real high level of consistency in an offense with st brown and montgomery and even gibbs i don't know i mean i think it's a a long shot that he becomes like the guy you need right i don't even think this is i don't know if i'm saying this correctly but i don't think they want williams to be good (laughs) like to be like i don't think they want williams to the offense to go through a guy like Williams. I think they want to run him around and fake, just like they do with Gibbs, just like the Falcons do with Pitts. We want this great player that we spent all this draft capital on, and we're just going to run him around and fake handoffs, pretend like we're going to go to him, and then we're going to give it to the to the old running back. We're going to give it to Montgomery. We're going to give it to Amon Ross to St. Brown. I don't think they want James. I think they want to have him run wind sprints and take and take the top off the sinking defense. I'm definitely not starting him this week. But you can tell I'm frustrated with the Jameer Gibbs situation. You got to start him because because he's healthy and he's still putting up 10, 11 fantasy points a week. But they don't want him to be good. I mean, they're they're designing these exotic pass plays for David Montgomery. He starts on one side of the formation, comes behind, they fake it to Gibbs, they give it to Montgomery. He's got nothing but space. Like do that with Gibbs. Like they just they want to run their boomer running back who's coming off an injury 35 times in a game where they're up by 30 points. That's what they want to do. So you're benching Williams this week. <laughs> Does that Adam make sense? underscore Krautwurst. <laughs> Adam Hans underscore That's right. Krautwurst. Slickster, a.k.a. Slickster. Green Bay, who's the receiver you want in Dynasty? So you've got Reed, Ooh. the rookie. You've got Watson, who had the high <laughs> upside. Dobbs has been a good story so far. How would you rank him in Dynasty? Uh, are we including Watson? In this? Watson, Dobbs, and Reed. Watson. Ooh, Watson. Dobbs, Reed. And you hate I to love, do it. You hate I to do it. I love Reed. I love Reed. But Dobbs is balling out. Great contested catcher. He's got the trust of his, of his, of his quarterback. That means a lot. It's the Gabe Davis effect. The quarterback trusts you. You got a good quarterback and they trust you. It works. You may have noticed Jordan Addison did not catch a pass last week. He did I draw did a 45-yard pass interference penalty right early in the game before the pick six that went 99 oh. yards. 
Um, I'm nowhere different on Addison. I'm not afraid to put him in. No, you can't. I mean, that's unlikely. That's that's unlucky, actually. Sorry that he gets zero. I mean, that's I, – I thought he got hurt. I'm like, man, zero points. Mr. Gary, he wasn't hurt. It's just he'll be back. He'll be fine. They threw it great for three weeks, lost all three games, pretty bad in week four, one. Minnesota has the Chiefs at home Sunday. I love Addison. If you play DFS, I love the idea of Addison. Although I don't know, like prices. I, yeah. lo- I love the idea of DFS. I just That's don't right. <laughs> play. Uh, NFC South, Atlanta, must we? No, no. Move on. Carolina. So, Ooh. Miles Sanders versus Chuba Hubbard. I don't want to start either one. I've got a lot of Chuba Hubbard. Man, I wish they would have just sat Miles last week with the groin injury. They play him. And he stinks, and he hasn't really been good all, all all year. So I'm I'm holding on to Chuba, waiting to see if he gets that opportunity, because uh, he's been good there. And last year he was he was he was good and spurts there. So hopefully he gets a shot. They're looking, hey, they're they're looking for a a number one receiver there in Carolina to to put around their quarterbacks. They're, they're they're in the trade market looking for some guys. So maybe we get one of these uh, Denver Broncos receivers over to over to Carolina. They're really bad. They're really bad, and they don't have their first round pick. I know. I mean, I know that, that's unless you're a fan of the team. If you are, you know, my apologies, but otherwise, you're like, right. That's I love right. when a team just sort of makes that bet and just cannot. Uh, <laughs> New Orleans, Chris Olave, one for four. Why did Derek Carr play that game? Great, great question. Uh, so that he could throw it to Alvin Kamara. That's why. Eleven you know, like, times for thirty yards. What was that? Eleven times. It's an extension of, of the run game. Wow. Uh, Is it ever? Alave will be fine, but yeah, it's it's I don't think he should have played that that game, the the quarterback. And uh it's just frustrating, but hopefully Alave can get can get one of those smash games where we would have been looking for. Isn't that a head coach, Dennis Allen, where you're like, why are you a head coach? I mean, Mike, just there's has a- there ever been a good team that he's coached? Like just how do you get a job and just stay in it for so long without any sort of Juice? I mean, there's like um, 30 of those. Like, oh. all these guys stink. It's unbelievable. Well, okay. Maybe you would say that about Todd Bowles, but the Bucks are kind of cool. Mayfield the- is happening. Godwin and Evans are happening. Running back is whatever, but it's working. They are three and one. And on by this week, then they just they just flexed the Detroit Tampa Bay game in week six to 425 because the world wants to watch Detroit Tampa Bay. I don't know. Like that's going well. That is going well. Uh, Baker's getting the ball to the, the, the playmakers. Man, get the ball to Mike Evans and Godwin and Rashad White. He's running the offense. Good for him. Good for them. Good for Todd Bowles. Trey Palmer a touchdown. Kate yes. Otten a touchdown. Someone Tompkins. Devin Tompkins <laughs> a touchdown against the Saints. They didn't blow him out, but those were their scores in that game. Spreading the ball around. Hashtag uh, exciting times. Maybe in tampa nfc west to close arizona has been competitive in games they have the bengals at home this week getting only three michael wilson marquise brown is getting there connor is kind of getting there Ertz, nobody even has Ertz, and he's getting there and dobbs is the same thing how about the cardinals as one of the good stories of the season so far fantasy wise yeah i mean fantasy good for them you know they, they had a chance at all these top draft picks this year but they might not Get it. Uh, I'm picking up Dobbs this, this week. I got some leagues where I got bye weeks, and uh, I, have a, I, have a, I have a bye week for a quarterback, and I have Mac Jones as my backup. I'm cutting Jones. I'm picking up Dobbs for sure, uh, mm. and I'm excited to start him. Jones has the Saints. 
Dobbs has the Bengals. Uh, L.A. Rams, wow. Cooper Cup might come back. Nakua, Atwell, Kyron Williams. I have been on the team that Atwell is the one that sort of holds up the most, but Nakua is undeniable. Um, I don't know if Williams is. We picked up Ronnie Rivers a couple of weeks ago. Just maybe he's the backup. And on Sunday, he was. So I'm not cutting Ronnie Rivers no. at this point because um, Williams is kind of small. Nakua, what a story. And Cup, maybe. I mean, that he he starts. He's in your lineup if he's back this week for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. They're, they're not bringing him out there. Like Sean McVay said, like, like it's not about availability. It's about like him being back to where he was. If they're putting him out there. It's interesting, too. They say that. It wasn't as bad as they thought it was going to be that the hamstring injury, but that he's not quite at ninety percent yet. So I don't, I don't know. I'm confused by that statement. But if he's active, you're starting him. There's no way you're leaving him out on the bench. I I took that to mean they thought maybe it would be like the season for a oh, minute there when he went okay. to Minnesota and then he stayed in Minnesota. But um, so it's not that. I'm not sure we'll see him this week. Plus four and a half at home against Philly. And if he doesn't play, I mean, you're definitely starting. I'm, I'm starting that well. I mean, he didn't do great last week, but. There's potential there. Touchdown the week before. San Francisco, we already talked about McCaffrey, Debo, and Kittle. Basically, like, a non-event. Amazing how that can happen in a Niners team that, again, wins pretty easily. Um, but no reason to be down on those guys. Ayuk looks great. McCaffrey looks like he's got to have. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, nothing. I mean, you're starting all, the, all those guys and just know when they're all on the field, one, maybe two of them are going dis- to dis- disappoint. You know what I mean? So, this week, you had McCaffrey and Ayuk who were good. Next week, it might be Debo. And it's always going to be McCaffrey. And it's going to be one of the other guys. <laughs> usually not usually not Kittle. Minus three and a half at home Sunday night against Dallas. Those uniforms never not look great together. Yeah, Dallas and San Francisco. What yeah. a great rivalry. Kansas City Raiders, Dallas-San Francisco. The best two rivalries to watch in the league, in my opinion. Um, Miami-Buffalo could be up there if Miami could ever give the Bills a game. I know. Okay, cheap shot. Seattle to close. Great night last night for their defense. That Witherspoon looks like a, a huge story. Just getting started his career with the Seahawks. Walker keeps going. JSN. Yeah, I, I don't. Someone just tweeted out. Oh, I should find who it was. Someone tweeted out. Might have, might have been Cody. Um, JSN's first however many games been four games, and I'm on Ross St. Brown's first four games. Now they're almost identical. So. Don't mm. panic on J- JSN. Problem right now is the offensive line. I think they can't go three three receivers. They need blockers, and he's the third. You know, so it's not a good run out for him right now. But again, rookie receivers sometimes take half half the season. I think he'll be okay later on. But he's a guy you're not cutting him. But he's a guy you can't have anywhere near your starting starting lineup right now. If, if only Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones were ahead of JSN in Seattle right. the way they right. were ahead of. St. Brown in Detroit. That's right. That's like right. There was there was room for Amon Ross St. Brown to emerge. Yeah. See, I don't know if Seattle, why would they change how it's going? It's going really well, and he's barely playing, barely contributing. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is 32 teams. I hope we got them all. I think I don't think I forgot any, but I think we did. I think it, we're good. It can happen. It can happen. Follow <laughs> Adam at Adam underscore Krautwurst. I'm at Shop Talk, S-C-H-O-P-P-T-A-L-K. You can listen to me in Buffalo on the Odyssey app weekdays from 3 to 7 and after Bills games. We'll be back in a week with more thoughts, updates on the Deep End Invitational and these underdog and fantasy pros teams that are really fun. 
Hope you're doing well. Feel free to reach out to us at DeepEndFF1. Thanks to the Player Profiler Network for having us. Mike and Adam, see you next week. Good luck. See you guys. Hey, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in. It's important to me that all of our media be free. This is only possible because of you allowing a true independent sports media enterprise to thrive unlike any other in the business. So please subscribe to the All In Package to continue to make all this possible to ensure that all of our stats, information, data, content is available to you, especially you, the people that get the site and get the show.